0: Our guest this morning is Flathead County Commissioner Randy Brodell. Good
1: morning, John and Robin. I was looking at the uh, calendar, not that I needed to, but uh, yesterday was the last day of fall. Yeah. So yeah, uh, you yeah. know, looking outside, I'm glad that we we have our this automatic calendar. We outside. are
2: we are in yeah. sync. We are, yeah. we are we are See, definitely now, in sync. I, I said to John, I, I wonder if he'll be here, and John says, Oh yeah, he was in the fire um, department. This, this is, is Montana. Did uh, uh, you recall uh, fighting fires in this kind of weather?
1: Oh, do I ever? You know, I came from that age when you rode on the tailboard. Firefighters <laughs> oh, don't ride on yeah. the tailboard anymore, and I can remember that we had a tarp over the hoses and and. Uh, Crawling up under the tarp because it was so cold, and uh, then of course, as soon as you open a a nozzle, everything turns to ice. And and, uh, (laughs) you know, one of our firefighters here in Kalispell slipped on the ice. He was operating the the uh, the pump, and of course, everything is just totally slick.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, you got water all
2: over the place. Yeah. I I, I recall uh, seeing a picture of a firefighter uh, decked out in what do you call the gear? The turnouts. Yeah. Turnouts. Mm with icicles yeah you know no,
1: absolutely absolutely when you come back to the, the station and you you try to get out of your turnouts and they're Chisel frozen off. yeah it, it's it's it can be really miserable well, and i so appreciate that those guys are pulling uh pulling up the um, they're going through shift change over here and i i know the guys going off or are, are uh real glad they're going off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can really? imagine. Yeah.
2: Well, well,
0: um, one of the things that uh, we've been needing for a very long time appears to be right on the horizon this next year, and that's that septage treatment plant.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on with that. We are looking at uh, um, a piece of property off, off of Wiley Dyke, which is right adjacent to the, the uh, lakeside uh, sewer treatment plant and which is necessary for the septage plant that we've got to be able to treat the water so we have to be located in a spot that we can pump that water to one of the treatment plants in the valley Mm -hmm. uh,
0: uh, let's talk about the need for this Uh, gosh we've got so many septic systems that we know of
1: yeah we we know of about 30,000 in the valley uh, and of course going back to to uh, before they were regulated before they were recorded there were a lot of septic tanks that might be a 55 gallon drum with a <laughs> with a pipe going into it and filled with gravel and and uh, then they go out from there and and so there's a lot of systems that we we don't know a lot about and mm-hmm. uh, but the ones that we do know about and the ones that are being pumped they they have to take that somewhere and for the uh, past ages, it's been, uh, dumped on the ground in, on the fields and plowed in. Yeah. We're running out of space as, uh, as everybody knows, there's so many people that are, have moved here and they're buying up property. And a lot of that property was being used to, uh, plow in septage. And that, that's the word I had to learn that wow. word. Uh, septage is what it's called and plowed into the soils. Then it goes back in, and uh, the farmer's fields are, are using that. Um, but we're out of space and it we're is, out of capacity Yeah,
0: we're losing farmers fields
1: we are losing farmers fields yep yeah
0: so uh the the process here of uh this septage what'll happen is all the, the guys that pump the uh, septage out of the tanks will be dropping them off at this location
1: that's right it's uh the facility that uh we've seen some designs of that are already in place not in montana will be the first in montana but in other places like in idaho they they're a large facility the one that that uh, we we did look at looks like a big horse barn and there's plenty of big horse barns in the valley yeah. and so as far as the looks of the facility it it's not going to be uh like a uh, like a, uh, a petroleum processing plant mm-hmm. or something like that uh it will be a facility that looks really nice um and and then the, the truck will pull into the building doors will close they'll offload um, we'll have, uh, we're going to do everything we can to eliminate any escape of any of the odors from the facility. Yeah. And then, um, the solids will be separated from the liquids and we'll, we'll keep it at solids and liquids for, <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, and then the liquids will be pumped into, to Lakeside's plant and they will treat the liquids.
0: Oh, I see. So they're going to treat the liquid part of it and then discharge it back into
1: the Flathead River. Uh, no, actually, they've got uh, ponds out there, and oh, it, it okay. evaporates, and uh, then in, and it's stored out there, and then it will be uh, the liquids are then pumped onto the fields through not in, not uh, plowed into the ground, but actually pumped through a, a pivot system water oh, system. Okay, yeah. For, All right, uh, that's the pivots that are out there already. Right. That's okay. right. Oh, that's yeah. that's
0: interesting. Yeah. So then the solids. Um, what happens to them?
1: So those get, uh, those get composted, turned over, um, and uh, then they take those solids and they, they, they will go to a, a plant that will uh, mix bark and, and different things into it. And we see those, we buy those in the store right now. Many people don't know that what they're actually buying or products that are coming out of a septage treatment plant. And um, then they we put them on our either on our fields as commercial or or we put them in our gardens.
2: Oh. now when we had uh, Pete in here, he was uh, mentioning that the uh, plant is envisioned to be enclosed and it will look kind of like a uh, uh, equestrian center. Yeah, that's and exactly right. So it would be very conducive uh, with, and that there would be. Uh, it's all inside, so it really isn't an eyesore.
1: It, it shouldn't be an eyesore. We will have—we don't know the exact number, but I—we're we, thinking somewhere around twenty to thirty trucks a day will come into that. That was facility. my next question. Yeah, and that's a lot of septage. That—that that is a lot of septage, and, and uh, we we got uh, we ran into this last year when Columbia Falls hit their capacity, and they were taking a lot of septage in, in their wastewater treatment plant. They, they can't take it. And uh, so then what do you do? So we've been plowing it on the fields. Some of it's been go- going to Columbia Falls. All of a sudden Columbia Falls is out of the picture now. Yeah. So that equation had to change and that's what we're looking at right now
0: 20 to 30 truck loads a day of this stuff
1: yeah you know you see those trucks around some of them are you know they say on the side sewer (laughs) doer or we (laughs) haul milk on weekends and you know a lot of a lot of a lot of different funny sayings but we those are so necessary those that's uh um the ability to to pump our septic tanks uh falls on the shoulders of a small group of commercial operators that do a great job of taking care of us
0: 20 to 30 a day that's uh i i had no idea we were talking that much septage
1: yeah that's you know those are three thousand generally three thousand gallon tanks or so yeah and uh so when we pump those tanks they recommend you pump a tank every five years Mm -hmm. um and, and sometimes you've got a system that may not have been installed to the standards of today and may need to be pumped more often, or you may have a system that's working really well and may not need that as much.
0: Right. Our Clayton uh, uh, County Commissioner Randy Brodell is our guest. Uh, another thing that's been a long time coming is the expansion of our jail. hmm 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 mm-hmm.
3: This may seem like a silly question, but hear me out. My name is Courtney Holquist with Glacier Bank, member FDIC. When operating a business, would you rather things run smoothly or be a hassle? Easy answer, right? Using efficient products and services makes all the difference. Totally free business checking with Glacier Bank is one of those tools. It helps smart business owners like you keep profits up and costs down. Our totally free business checking requires no minimum to open and no monthly service charges. You also get 3000 free monthly transaction items. Whether you're just starting out or expanding, Glacier Bank wants to keep your business running smoothly and succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Go to GlacierBank.com, call or visit. How about today?
0: Flathead County Commissioner Randy Brodell is with us and, I think we've been looking at plans uh, going way back, maybe maybe a decade now. Of uh, what are we going to do with the jail? Are we any closer to a resolution?
1: You know, I remember 20 years ago is uh, when I was fire chief here, um, monitoring the radio of the of law enforcement, and they would often say how many. They would ask for the number of prisoners in the in the jail at the time, inmates in the jail, so they could could determine whether they could take uh, a person they had just arrested to jail or not or what they had to do with them. So it's been going on for a, a very long time. We've done some remodels in the jail. They've increased capacity. Um, the, we, we did hire a company to do a needs study um, because there's some things that are conflicting in uh, what goes on in law enforcement incarceration. And uh, what happens today is different than what happened five years ago or ten or twenty years ago. We have um, in uh, 2017 the legislature passed uh, some laws here uh, that uh, changed who goes to jail and what they can be incarcerated for. That has has had a um, an impact on the number of inmates. The other thing that we're looking at is across the nation and flathead county is paralleling this the the amount of crime is actually going down we we get more media coverage of crimes but the the actual numbers of of uh, crimes that you're incarcerated for has been going down since 2015 so trying to meld that with the number of um, beds that we have that we can actually fill um, is, is what we're really trying to figure out. And it's been a tough process. And the company that we hired is doing a great job of investigating it. And they made their first presentation to, to us on Monday. I think they went back with more questions and they came with answers, mm-hmm. um, to begin with. So we're, uh, we're, we're on a steep learning curve. The, the thing that also plays into this is the growth in the Valley, even though the crime per thousand is going down the per thousands are going up in the valley yeah
0: the per thousands are going up that's a great right way to yeah. put it mm-hmm. so um uh, uh, are we looking at a new location
1: we're not we're not there yet okay we're we're this is just a needs study to mm-hmm. see what do we need do we need you yeah. uh, know you know to add beds do we need to change configuration do we need to move do we need to to uh uh reconsider how we're doing business here and maybe change the configuration in the building, which that building has been changed so many times that we've added so much concrete to it. Um, As the prison has been, as the uh, jail has been changed, the weight is uh, a definite uh, conflict for us in in adding any more structure Mm -hmm. to the building itself.
0: I uh, was just wondering, uh, we've got a real problem down in Lake County. Uh, that jail, they've been sued so many times about that jail, and uh, now they've got another lawsuit going. And uh, is there any possibility we might be able to combine facilities?
1: There's, a, there's been some discussion about a regional facility, um, and we, we had some discussion on Monday b- very briefly, and our, our sheriff brought uh, just some information to us about regional facilities. Um, that is a possibility, and I don't know that we would go there. I, I don't know that uh, our community is interested in taking on too many uh, inmates from outside of the area. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we tend to be more focused on the flathead, and so that's been uh, that's been part of the discussion.
0: All right. Well, there's always possibilities here, but I, I just remember seeing plans uh, that were developed back when uh, – um, um, back what four or five years ago we were in the old building and uh and mike pence brought us some plans and how it would all work out and we talked about the uh the old uh, shot was well, not shopco but the old uh, uh, uh costco building out there right. we talked about so many different things but um none of them have quite met our needs
1: yeah and that's uh that's going band you, you said the word it's needs and what our needs today and and those changes that have come through the legislature, the changes that have naturally occurred during during uh, the process of of growth in our community, fentanyl, meth, meth is still our number one issue um, here in the Valley. And, and I think we've all had an opportunity to see the impacts of, of uh, drugs in our Valley and mm-hmm. what's going on with that.
0: County Commissioner Randy Brodell is our guest. Uh, take a look outside. You know what we're going to be talking about next.
2: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: This may seem like a silly question, but hear me out. My name is Courtney Holquist with Glacier Bank, member FDIC. When operating a business, would you rather things run smoothly or be a hassle? Easy answer, right? Using efficient products and services makes all the difference. Totally free business checking with Glacier Bank is one of those tools. It helps smart business owners like you keep profits up and costs down. Our totally free business checking requires no minimum to open and no monthly service charges. You also get 3,000 free monthly transaction items. Whether you're just starting out or expanding, Glacier Bank wants to keep your business running smoothly and succeed beyond your wildest dreams. Go to GlacierBank.com, call or visit. How about today?
2: Well, our guest this morning, Flathead County Commissioner Randy Brodell, and uh, uh, we started out talking about the weather. <laughs> you know, let's circle back again. Uh, you know, when you think about uh, the homelessness and uh, what's going on here, uh, thank goodness for the warming center and the, the expansions that are taking place.
1: You know, there are a lot of, a lot of components that have to work together during the cold weather. Our, yeah. uh, I Coming into town, I saw I counted. I quit counting at seven plow trucks, both private and public, and people are already out there taking care of neighbors, taking care of their roads. The whitefish stage was yeah, it was great shape, um, hmm. and when we get this kind of drifting going on, it's so important that that uh, we uh, we understand that the the roads need that work. and They need it early. I know I was out plow uh, snow blowing last night at. at uh, I don't know seven thirty or so, and uh, the snow was drifting. It's it's a happening thing right yeah. now.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of wondered on the way in. Uh, uh, I live out Holt Stage, and it was drifting on either side. I'm driving down the middle, line. I thought, well, I'm going to cut over to 35. It's got to be in better shape, but it packed snow and ice uh, all the way from the uh, flooded uh river bridge up the uh, hill this morning and i i wondered when we have this extreme weather and it hits all at once uh are there ever any moves to uh, put on non-county i what about contract snowplowers in uh, that'd
1: certainly be an option right now the the contractors are having as much trouble as we are hiring <laughs> yeah. folks um we are we know that we're consistent. We have the plow yeah. trucks uh, there. We have uh, we have the ability to convert them over from summer use to winter use within a day and a half or so. We've got every truck out there, every grader out mm-hmm. there. And uh, it's, the the privates are also operating. I've got a son-in-law that has a, a, a plow business and uh, he's he's busy. It's,
2: and everybody's just totally yeah, booked. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I kind of wondered about, uh, you know, Uh, hold stage is is that a county road i'm not Uh, sure
1: i I believe it is
2: yeah and i know that it's kind of like a uh, a shortcut for some folks ordinarily you know yeah Uh, but you have to to do the priorities i knew to go over to 35 because i knew it would be right and thinking
1: ahead in uh when we have this kind of weather is so important i I know the hodgson road we closed at three o'clock yesterday afternoon we get that's our, probably our worst uh, busy road for uh, drifting snow, and so we've we've put up some uh, barricades out there, some some gates to close the road. We had we've had way too many uh, crashes out there where we couldn't get to them because the the snow blows in right behind the trucks, and so it's uh it's safer for our community uh, when we get to those kind of spots to take it easy. And I also say that that when we get weather like this if you can stay home stay home if, uh, if yeah. you can if you can, I, there's plenty of folks that are out there working I, I get that but if you can stay home stay home and the other thing too is is check on your neighbors I when the plow truck comes by they don't they don't carry a shovel to go out and stop at every driveway and take that berm yeah. out and uh, look at your neighbor's driveway and see <laughs> can they get out if they had to if they had an emergency did they need some help Make sure your fire hydrants are, are, are uh, uh, have been shoveled out so the fire department can find them when they come by. Always be looking for those fire hydrants. And if they're not sticking out of the snow and you know where they are, go find them because that's a, that's a, a one-minute delay. One-minute delay on a fire is critical.
0: Yeah. Um, Homelessness. This is uh, getting to be a bigger and bigger problem. Tonight, uh, the longest night of the year, and perhaps even the coldest night, uh, we'll be holding the uh, uh, Homeless Memorial Day uh, tonight in Depot Park. And uh, a, a number of organizations have come together in a collaborative effort to try to do something about it. But uh, from the county's perspective, what, uh, what can you do to get more housing available?
1: So – that's a is a a huge discussion, a huge no. discussion. Right now, if you remember the movie mm-hmm. uh, Field of Dreams, um, and there was a, mm-hmm. a statement in there that said, "Build it and they'll come." Right. If if we if we build options right now, uh, we have some anecdotal information that says Spokane has been sending. Uh, their homeless problem to the Flathead. Oh, thank you uh, and very much. they've Been advertising our warming center, mm-hmm. and so when we have that kind of information, and we know I, I know that uh, oh, it's been three years ago down in San Francisco, in downtown San Francisco, there were uh, posters up. If uh, we'll give you a, a ticket to Olympia because they have a warming center, and and that's the kind of stuff that is is impacting much of what we're doing yeah. and across the county we're also making it very easy to get meals we're making it very easy to uh if you want um to get into a place that where you're taken care of and kept warm we're having a lot of discussion about that you may see a statement come out from the commissioners about what to do we also have another group of of uh house house um they're 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 not really homeless they might be couch surfing they might be living in a hotel but they can't find a house and they have the capability to get a house, so we we see that group out there also, and they're looking for a, a home that they can afford. And then we have a group of people that um, have are staying outside because that's that's mm-hmm. what they're what what they're used to. Mm-hmm. That's what they yeah. want to do. And then we have a group of people that have uh, uh, behavioral health issues that um, really. Are, are hooked into a, a lifestyle that is really detrimental for mm-hmm. them and for the community.
2: Now, you know, uh, record-breaking lows tonight, 26 below zero. Uh, Windchill, they say, is, can take us 40, 50 below zero. And, uh, you know, you can get frostbite in 10 minutes. Uh, what do we do, uh, you know, uh, with people that are outdoors? So the Samaritan House...
1: And, um, has opened the old armory uh-huh. and that's a heated facility. They can, uh, folks can, can go in there and, and mm-hmm. stay. The warming center is also not turning mm-hmm. people away. Although they are, uh, they have more people than they have beds. Um, they are not turning people away. So at least you can get in to a place where it's warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we yeah. have our um, senior meals that we do at uh, Agency on Aging, um, they're concerned that people will try to get there for a meal and uh, we'll get caught in the cold. And, and, uh, so they did close today. Although, um, I, uh, Carla, they meant our, our director there said they won't, they will have cold food available if somebody comes in and they don't have something to eat, they would be able yeah. to, to uh, address that.
0: I want to step this up a couple of layers here and, uh, you started to talk about it. Um, people who cannot afford the housing that's available here um, what can we do at the county level to uh, get more homes built get uh, and lower the prices of them
1: uh, nothing uh, just <laughs> seriously uh, just flat out flat out nothing it it's really a um, a, a industry driven mm-hmm. um, response typically <clears throat> industry is about three years behind what the needs are in a community and so when we see um, Bob over here needs a house, and uh, and there's 40 bobs out there, but there's only two houses. Industry's going to come yeah. in and say, yeah, "I'm going to build a house," and Bob's going to say, "Can I afford it or not?" And at some point, he's going to have to say, "Do uh, do I do I want to pay the price that industry is driving, or do I want to go someplace else, maybe Louisiana or Alabama, or or someplace that is a lot less expensive? Uh, maybe the wages aren't as high. Our wages are not very high. Again, we're three years behind on wages and and that that kinda always follows that three year pattern.
0: Well I'm the big complaint I keep hearing from developers is impact fees too high. Uh there are the the the, the red tape and everything are going to try to get a home built. Um, Are we addressing that? Uh
1: in the county not not impact fees. if you take a look going back, and I'm a constitutionalist, so I'm just going to dive into that we'll a little go bit. Go right ahead. The government was never designed to manage housing, it was never designed mm. to manage homelessness. It was never, it, it's a, and Flathead County has, I, I think, done a great job of being a minimalist government. So we are not uh, overstepping the bounds of what government actually has the authority to do and um, in leaving that in the hands of private industry. But when you do that, you don't get those uh, those immediate uh, uh, ability to, to change those numbers right away by pumping money into uh, into a community. One thing that comes with pumping money into a community it's not it's a spigot that gets turned off, and when it does, in your community yeah. uh, suffers tremendously.
0: Mm-hmm. I think about back uh, when I grew up here, over on Calispell's east side. That was all developed. By the city of Kalispell, they developed it. They put the streets in. They, you know, they surveyed everything. Uh, they put in the infrastructure, and uh, they've been making money off of that ever since, which uh, goes back about a about a century, uh-huh. and still making money sure. on it. Yeah. Yet we give that away to developers who will do it and do it instantly, and uh, do it without us having to uh, to be involved. But we don't we don't see income from it anymore in fact nobody does once Once you know once it's built
1: right and and one of the things that that happens when um when a developer comes in and they uh, put in a a, say a subdivision either in the county or in the city um you've got maintenance costs and maintenance costs have to be dealt with homeowners associations are notorious for not they wanting to um Make everybody feel good, so they don't raise their rates. But they've got to be putting money aside because those those roads are are not county roads; those are mm-hmm. privately owned. Yeah, and yeah, it's a it's a always a struggle. Yeah. Well,
2: yesterday the uh, governor rolled out phase two of uh, his uh, planning, uh, addressing the housing uh, crisis, and one of the major ideas that was included in the budget proposal was using. $200 million to support water and sewer infrastructure for new housing developments and tying that funding to local governments encouraging more housing density. So I guess that's the zoning, the balance there, yeah. trying to, uh, I don't know, yeah. uh, encourage. You know, and the the fact is that uh, all, all, every development, it seems the pushback in Whitefish or no matter where it is, is, well, traffic, Traffic is gonna get worse, but <laughs> what are you gonna do? There's more people. Yeah. Right. There are more people. <laughs> yeah. There are more people. Well,
0: there. you know, Randy, we moved to Montana with this dream that we're gonna have forty acres in the trees and you know, we're gonna, you know, have all that. And uh I we can't do that anymore.
1: You know, we're you're right, you're right. And we have uh you buy forty acres or two acres or five acres. Without a plan for maintaining that land, who's going to chase away the bears? Who's going to put up fences? How are you going to take care of your garden? There's so many things that go into that. And everybody that comes from the city that moves to the flathead says, (laughs) I want that. I I want my own part of Montana. That's right. And uh, without making a plan, it's really, really tough. And so then your neighbors suffer, you suffer. And at some point, somebody says, I want to move back to town. (laughs) (laughs) The uh, Flathead, you know, we only we only have three cities. We have Whitefish, Kalispell and Columbia Falls and all of our other communities out there are in the county lakeside, Big Mm -hmm. Fork uh, up the canyon. Even Martin City is not a city. Um, and, Mm -hmm. And so we we deal with. Uh, things in the county that typically would be done dealt with by municipalities yeah. and so yeah. that's tough
0: we got just a couple of minutes left here but i wanted to ask you about west glacier uh, i believe uh, at least uh, from some from the uh, county commission are recommending that west glacier incorporate as a city
1: yeah i, I think uh, all of our communities i look at lakeside and big fork and and we'll kind of set maybe west glacier on the side a little bit because there's still a small community especially uh, outside of the visitor uh, season, mm-hmm. uh, Lakeside and Big Fork are large communities that uh, they many of the people there want city services. The county doesn't provide city services. That's something that they can do themselves. But everybody wants the services, but but they don't want the taxes to go up. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so oh, yeah. so you know you've got that that conundrum of always trying to figure out uh, what what the community really can afford
0: and I, I think of uh, uh, i i I think of uh, Glacier County and uh, Browning. Yeah, they had to disincorporate yep. because they simply couldn't pay their bills.
1: They did, and Lakeside uh, Lake County is facing some similar issues down there. The funding issues, uh, especially with the CSKT Water Compact uh, coming into play now, the funding mechanism is uh, changing a lot, and the county is looking at um, decreasing services um, there. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially for uh, services they've been providing on the reservation.
0: Randy, always a stimulating conversation and gets so much information out. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you. Thank you guys very much.